0: What was your weekend like?
1: My weekend?
0: I realize it's it's Wednesday. Wednesday? Oh,
1: God, I don't know. I don't even remember the weekend. I don't know. How was your Tuesday night, Angela? Oh, good. Just.
0: You're listening to Live from the News Dungeon, a non-doc.com Podcast. And welcome to Live from the News Dungeon, a podcast from non We're an independent online journalism publication based in Oklahoma City. If you somehow found this podcast on Apple Podcasts or Podbean or any of the other services and you didn't know who the hell we were, that's us. Uh, I'm Trace Savage, editor in chief. I'm here with my two favorite podcast co hosts, Andrea Dinhood. Hello. You're drinking coffee in the middle of the day.
1: I'm drinking, I decided I needed coffee. And I transported it in just a regular mug in the car. I was pretty proud of myself. That good. It's you still ma- a good.
0: You made it a whole, like, quarter of a mile here without spilling uh-huh. it? Uh-huh.
1: It's, like, very back to basics of you. Well, I don't have a travel mug for <gasps> oh, unclear no. reasons. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> well, we know what to get her next birthday. Yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> Angela Jones is here also. Beep, beep. You're wearing amazing pink heart earrings. Thank you. I feel filled with love and joy. Love and joy.
2: Yeah, good. That's
0: the um, point. Which, not to be... Uh, confused no. with Reverend Lovejoy from The Simpsons. Completely different. Okay. Uh, we've got a lot of interesting gibbering and jabbering to do on this podcast, which I believe is our ninth mm-hmm. episode. Yes. Yeah. Uh, next time will be 10. Yeah. People, Although, people, people love round numbers. Good mm-hmm.
1: Counting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Double okay. digits. Y'all.
0: Um, okay. Whew. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about election night last night. I guess we're recording this at about 3.30 on Wednesday, April 7th here in the News Dungeon. Last night, we were here until way too late in the News Dungeon uh, covering the local elections on Tuesday, April 6th. Andrea, what was your favorite part of election night?
1: The well, calzone. I mean, the calzone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tell us more about this calzone.
1: So, I mean, should I should I promote this local business? Please or do. Or no. Uh, yeah, what we, okay, so
0: what's it called? Red Pepper Pizza. Red Pepper Pizza on 23rd in May.
1: Had a fantastic deal where it was like, uh, a large pizza, and then also this calzone that, that looks like a
0: monster. You could wear it as like a like a neck pillow. Yeah, and it would if still you a giant. down under your arm. If you
1: were yeah. a giant,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: you could <laughs> right. wear it as a neck, so neck pillow. pillow. you wanted a, a meaty, greasy neck pillow, and just
1: like dense and full of stuff. Anyway, so it was like
0: and the and the red sauce. Experience. The red sauce. The red sauce
1: is really nice. It was
0: pretty good. It was a little. Thi- I was like, this is thin. But it was very good. Tasted
1: really fresh, had some interesting spices. When
0: I picked up the the pizza, I had, uh, like, there was just a sign on the wall that says spices. And I was like, well, that, and I guess that was I why. I like those. So, I like spices. And I nearly got killed by a strange guy in a hat and a beat-up Toyota Corolla on the way to get the pizza last night. Oh, he was no. just driving like a maniac down 30th Street. Is
2: that your segue into transportation? That is how we're going to talk about transportation <laughs> later oh, in this shoot, podcast. Oh,
0: But uh, other than the Calzone, did you have any thoughts on how local elections went last night? I will start by just saying that uh, Bradley Carter won OKC Ward 1 council seat. Um, Barbara Young, Ward 3 on the south side, uh, won that seat. So those will be two new council members that will be sworn in later in April. I don't know. Follow Matt Patterson at OKC on Twitter. He covers that. Um, And then we had... In Edmond, uh, two new council persons, mm-hmm. Stacey Peterson and Kristen Mugg.
1: And those were both really close, weren't they? They
0: were pretty close. One of them was like 63 votes. Yeah. Um, and then Daryl Davis uh, won the Edmond mayor election, which mm-hmm. was less close, defeated Nathan Walters. And just wanted to say thank you to both uh, Mr. Davis and Mr. Walters for doing our debate back on March 24th. It was a good time, and we got to know a lot about Edmond. So uh, we want to hear from you if you're an Edmund listener. If, uh, you know, you you have any story ideas about Edmund, holler at us. We want to uh, cover that community.
2: Absolutely. Email us at info at com.
0: And you're actually like an edmund You
2: are? <laughs> yeah, or a uh, a former edmund
0: An Edmund baby?
2: Well, no. Was, oh, you
0: were born in Arkansas. I was
2: born in Pocahontas, Arkansas. Let's in, keep it real. In the woods. I <laughs> but forgot. I did go to ra- high school at Edmund Memorial. A so. raccoon
0: brought her out of the woods.
2: Basically, yeah. Uh okay. And you went to edmond Memorial High School <laughs> I where, did.
0: where everyone was pretty.
2: Yeah, it was so hot. Just I don't know about the dudes, but hottest girls you've ever seen in your life.
0: Clearly. Yeah. Look at this. Oh clean yeah. down. <laughs> I washed my hair today. Uh that is good. Uh I did that as well. But like it took a while uh to get out of bed after all that calzone last night. Makes sense. Uh and an article we're gonna talk about later. So seriously, Andrea, thoughts on local elections. Um turnout was kind of low, right? I mean, you know. I mean, it
1: was kind of, you know, an election in April, kind of, you know, lots of very local stuff on the ballot. So you don't have people coming out for congressional races or presidential races. So yeah, it was pretty small. (laughs) I I was a
0: little surprised that that uh, Paula Lewis was reelected OKCPS uh, board chairperson.
1: Surprised why?
0: Um, Well, she finished in second in the uh primary back in February. And you know, it's hard as an incumbent. Well, people like that reform. And maybe we should get us some I'll reform you, you soft headed some bitch. How are they gonna run reform on with a damn incumbent? So when you're in the the incumbent, like everybody gets to critique the decisions you've uh, been involved with. And it was sort of interesting, I mean Charles Henry was actually on the board and he had some critiques about pathways to greatness, mm-hmm. which he voted for. But um You know, it was anybody's frustrations, uh, you know, were could be blamed on who was leading the board for the last uh, four years. And uh, so and obviously also Charles Henry was leading as the results came in for much of the night. So I I say it was just surprising because it uh, Mm kind of went back and forth. And, um, you know, uh, uh, best of luck to the to the uh, chairwoman uh, moving forward, obviously, I certainly care about OKCPS, Angela. You do as well. Mm-hmm. If you had one suggestion for oh, no. uh, Chairwoman Lewis, mm-hmm. what would it be?
2: Oh, Miss Ragalato needs a raise.
0: Uh, that's your
2: <laughs> my son's first grade teacher. She's awesome.
0: Okay, great. Um, well, maybe they can maybe they can give her like a parking space that says like. District employee of the day. Best teacher.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: Great. Yes. You're, you're really just trying to suck up and get him better grades, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. He's
2: That's first grade. He's struggling. <laughs> he's struggling in first grade. Yeah. Is he
0: doing better now that they're back in class?
2: I believe he is. I just got the report card, but that really covers most of the virtual time. Um, I do think so. I've noticed that, you know. I really have to bring in and we have to focus a lot harder when he's at home. So it's just really, I've I've also upped my game as well. So you got to help him focus at that age. If it's not about cars or tornadoes, he's not interested.
0: And I heard young Mister Lincoln uh, aced a spelling test. He did
2: well. He got a hundred one week and then i think he got like a 13 the next week so huh. that shows well. you how much i helped him with the spelling <laughs> words the next week
0: so you guys the next lesson was how to spell consistency
2: <laughs> yeah and i probably have to google that myself well, so.
0: <laughs> well consistency is something we need to have more of on this podcast uh we thank you for following us along rate subscribe review share uh email us and tell us that we're dumb because we're sometimes dumb uh, we do have I'm a new. We that. do have a new editing list on the board here in the news dungeon. Uh, we we are always trying to avoid making mistakes, and we like to issue corrections when we make mistakes, and so you can see those on our articles. Sometimes. Love to
1: issue a correction. Yeah, got to do best it. <laughs> got to do it. It builds
0: trust. All if any other journalists are out there listening, like you guys, got to issue corrections. I see people change stuff online. I'm like, I know that this wasn't the way it was an hour ago when I saw that article. So you always issue a correction because. Uh, You want to own your mistakes. You want to not repeat the mistake in their correction. But anyway, we got this new editing list. So we've got... Three things we always want to keep in mind. So we're checking for things, names, and claims, right? So any things, events, laws, numbers, dates. We're going to double check those uh, names. We're going to double check the spelling and. I make feel sure like we you're setting us right. up for some failure here. I know. I know. I'm, I'm, like, like, I'm wondering
2: what we messed up. Can I want we call all it the things, rest of the team. Names and claims.
0: We miss. We've messed up all these things in the six years <laughs> we've been doing this. And then claims: any statements that are being made accurate. Are they accurate and true? Uh, we got. That's a toughie. That. that is a tough one. So. Uh, anyway, we, we, if you ever see a typo or find something that's factually inaccurate, we want to hear about you. We want to correct it. That's the great thing about being an online publication. Okay. With that, uh, Whew, let's, I thought we, we
2: were about to get an intervention or something. No, no, no. That was it. <laughs> okay. That good, was good, the, good, that good, was good. like me attempting to boss, yes. um, <laughs> boss moment over, on boss the moment <laughs> over. So we're going
0: to go to our big question for the week. Hopefully it's kind of fun. What is your biggest gripe? About Oklahoma City's transportation system. Yeah. Thoughts? Anybody got a big gripe right now?
1: I think
2: Angela should start. I should start. I don't, I mean, okay, listen this is it's on topic and it's off topic I have an ex-boyfriend who one of the only things he really contributed to the relationship was constant complaining about Oklahoma roads so (laughs) now I sort of stick up for you really need that in every relationship oh gosh it just really one person's got to carry that (laughs) it just really (laughs) really got to me so now I sort of see myself as this like defender of the underdogs that of the underdog that is Oklahoma roads but oh my god they're bad I mean he was right it's just, I got sick of hearing it. So, um,
0: now you're like in favor of potholes. You see a pothole and you're like, I'm on your side. I
2: do kind of like just get excited. Like, oh my gosh, you know, how big is that one? Mm -hmm. And so we had one out in front of the news dungeon on class and like, what would that be?
0: 37th? Yeah. Ish.
2: Um, that, yeah, it just, it was so deep. I just went to the center of the universe where like, we it lives, by, sponsored by
0: Jules Verne. Just. <laughs> no.
2: and so I, they filled it in, but yeah, they took my fun away. I I, I used to kind of get a kick out of you know making that roundabout, that circle, and driving past it and trying to like look down in it. Maybe I shouldn't say be saying this because that means I'm not paying attention to the road.
0: No, you were you you're had trying to, to
2: avoid a
1: pothole. You have to do yeah. that. Yeah, you <laughs> no. were
0: you were paying more attention to the road than most people are. paying. So I, I <laughs> that's think true, that I true. think that that's good. My my everybody who knows me knows that my main complaint is that the stoplights in this city are poorly synchronized. I, I really believe that if somebody wants to run for mayor or city council, they should just run on the phrase stoplight reform. And in some ways, is just Is that going to be aside, Jim
1: Lemons's new might, platform?
0: Might be. I think Barbara Young actually ran on just, like, fixing the roads Wait, in southwest when you Oklahoma say, City. When
1: you say poorly synchronized, like, what do you mean?
0: I drive Northwest Expressway fairly regularly. And there's just multiple times a day, or just anywhere in the city, there's multiple times a day... Where I'm sitting at a light, and there may or may not be other cars at the intersection, and no one is going anywhere. Mm. We're all just sitting at red lights. And so there's, like, a turn lane that's, that's like, out a green, but no one's in it.
2: Is that different in other parts of the state slash country? I just I n- thought that was, like, I the curse of
1: driving. Like, either they need a new computer program or they need better, like, sensors for when cars are there. Because some cities have that where they, like, know if a car is there. So, so
0: I actually have to give a shout-out to um, – actually, it started with Merrick Cornette on Twitter. She's on this, the city's transportation – advisory board or something and i saw that on twitter and i was like i have some thoughts and so i eventually (laughs) months later sent her an email and uh she forwarded it to a a guy and i don't want to necessarily say his name although he was super helpful uh well at first i I sent my thoughts about the expressway and independence stoplight and i was like it's it's it never it always runs on independence and then expressway is always stopped and traffic's backed up and it doesn't go and his first response was no it's perfect i just looked at it it's fine but he was like, but if you ever see problems, send me an exact time and date and I'll look at it further. And so like two weeks later, I saw a situation where it was green for 1001, 1002, 1000, and then red again. And none other cars got through. And I was like, okay, Stuart. Oh, that's his name. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Sinema, Just, yeah. Beat yeah. Out. Just No, no. <laughs> Stuart is a great, yeah, Stuart Chai, Chai, C-H-A-I? Chai? Chai. Chai. Chai? I don't Stuart, call in and tell us how to say your name. You were great. So I email Stuart and Stuart (laughs) responds and he's like, oh, you're correct. It turns out that there's an issue with one thing or another. And uh, we're aware of it and we're prioritizing the fixing of it. And we're going to install power starting today. So, So they literally went out and dug a hole. I saw it on the side of the road and then installed a new power thing. And now that stoplight is like way better. So
1: that was actually broken. It wasn't like the system was bad. It was that it was. Yes. So
0: they, it was broke. What was there was broken. So it was like a loop. So it was just assuming there were always cars on independence.
1: So do you think that's just happening at all these stoplights that you're yeah, frustrated Yeah, that about? used to
0: happen at 36th and Walker. This is the second time that I fixed one of these. Oh my
1: God, you're like a vigilante. I, uh, I am, love I'm a, this. I, it's, <laughs> I'm a stoplight vigilante. You need like a
2: badge and like a steed. Uh, well, no, like what, I need is, steed. what I need <laughs> is
0: Stuart to get a raise for how good a job he did in getting this taken care of in like 12 hours, right? And so what he said was that once they realized that, instead of fixing that system, they went ahead and installed the power system To then install a camera system.
1: Oh, so there wasn't a camera system before. Correct.
0: It was one of the underground things, and those Uh, break under the ground because, I don't know, they're under the ground and cars roll over them. Seems likely. Cold,
1: hot things. I don't know. If you
0: wanted to break something, put it under the ground and drive trucks over it. But now are they
1: taking pictures of people running stoplights and stuff like that?
0: No, I don't think that that's the, I I mean, no more than the state is already with the things on the interstate to steal your insurance information and sell it to the. I don't know, Q or whoever. Anyway, so that... Uh,
1: You're going to get us in trouble. I
0: don't know. Uh, Beat that
1: part, too. Anyway, so
0: long story short, they so that was my big gripe, but...
1: Oh, new gripe. We got a new gripe.
0: <laughs> I got a new gripe. I had an opportunity this last weekend. I think it was Friday. Uh, and I got I got my girlfriend's approval to tell the story and to, to talk about important. having a girlfriend. And so we... We're having a nice Friday night, and we like live music, like to dance. She's an amazing dancer. Have a great time. Uh, we go down to JJ's Alley, wonderful little bar on Sheridan Avenue it, by the, the parking garage that overlooks left field of the Chickasaw Ballpark. And uh, it's, a, it's, it's a tiny bar. I mean, it's the side. You, like, you stick your arms out, and you, like, you could slap both sides of the walls, right? And so the bread and butter band was playing, uh, Dave Brewster is the leader of the Bread and Butter Band. Great band. You should go see them. They play a lot of fun, fast country swing, Texas swing, Hank 3 things. Um, uh, Kelly Dyer Fry's son, Sam, is the banjo player, and he's terrific. I love banjos. uh, Yeah, it's really good. So anyway, we go down there, and they're playing upstairs. And they were opening for a guy named Wayne Hancock. Do you know what Wayne's nickname is? What rhymes with Wayne? Payne the train, (laughs) Wayne, the train Hancock, uh, was playing with amazing, (laughs) with amazing, uh, local guitarist, Bart Weilberg, who used to play with him all over the place in Nashville and Texas and all that. Long story short, we had actually seen Wayne, the train like a month ago or two, uh, at another place. And so we're like, okay, it's kind of getting packed in here. We should leave. We're going to go see, uh, Adam Aguilar's band at the, what is it called? The Omni Hotel. Right. And I said, I turned to my girlfriend. I said, Oh my gosh, you're not going to believe it. We have an opportunity to ride the streetcar. I, I was don't like, believe it. It makes sense. The, it picks up right outside where we are and it drops off right where we want to go.
2: And she only wants to do things that make sense.
0: Absolutely. Okay. Who doesn't? Yeah. And she'd never been on the streetcar. I'd been on it once in the cold and it was not great. But, and you know, no, like people, you just see this thing going all the time. Mm-hmm stopping stoplights, messing things up, and there's just... How many people on it?
1: I never know. The very few.
0: Very few, right? It's just vacant. Oh, okay. So we walk out... Yeah, I out. feel like you
1: need to preface this with your kind of gripe about the streetcar, usually not being used. It's just...
0: Well, it's... Yeah, there's two loops of it, and one of the loops is like a figure eight. So if you want to go east, you got to go west. If you want to go north, you got to go south. You know, it's just this weird figure eight. Like it doesn't make any sense. It was not what was promised to us in terms of design or was was proposed back in the day when I voted for the maps project for it. And I was like, Sue, I will admit I was super on board with the streetcar. I was like, heck yeah, we got to get some transit and we can go north. And I thought it was going to go up like the median and Lincoln and then, you know, maybe up Broadway. And then you people could take it from lunch at the Capitol or the health sciences center down to, you know, all, whatever it was. No, they put in a figure eight, which no one like, it just doesn't go anywhere. You know, is it
1: because it's really not meant to be a commuter thing, right? Is it meant for like tourists, basically? Like, what's the target audience? I,
0: I guess. I don't know. But it whatever. It does
1: go by the bombing.
0: Right. Memorial. Which plays into my story in just a okay. second. So I get so I'm like, I'm amazed that I'm actually in a position to ride this thing from point A to point B and and like not have to walk in the wind, you know? So we walk outside of Jay's alley and it just like zooms right past us. So we're like, oh, great. Okay. So the we got like, to I've
1: never had to stop for a bathroom. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> I don't I mean, know, how. We weren't don't know the, what's
0: happening. We weren't, we needed to walk like, uh, you know, a hundred feet to the, stu- right. we just walked at the door and there it was. And we we're like, okay, nine more minutes until the next one. So we go over, we sit down, we're reading all the signs. There's just like a litany of rules about the streetcar. Like mm-hmm. no, all drinks must have lids. Mm-hmm. Absolutely no eating. It's got like a a circle around a paw with like a line through it, but it doesn't say no pets. It says service dogs welcome. Uh Even though that just says like no paw prints, no paw prints. Right. If you have a service dog, like you better put booties on it. Mm -hmm. So we're, so we're sitting there. We're like kind of laughing about this or whatever. And I'm like, got some dollars in my hand and like the next street car pulls up and I get on the thing and I'm like looking, I'm like, okay, where do I put these dollars in? And the door closes. and I realize I turn around that, while well, I was distracted by all these signs, I didn't see the the place that I buy a ticket, you know? I'm like, oh, shoot, okay, well, what do we, I don't know, is somebody gonna kick us off of this thing? We're literally the only people on it. <laughs> and so I'm like, I guess not. We'll just ride right around the corner, who cares, right? So we go east down Sheridan, we turn, and at the East Bricktown stop, uh, it stops, and somebody gets on, not another passenger, but a driver change. So now we're like <laughs> delayed another couple of minutes because there's a driver change, you know, and... And I'm like, do I give this guy a dollar? Like, here, sir. You know, and so anyway, we're delayed there. We're at the East Bricktown stop. This is important later. And I'm like, huh, I wonder, I had not been to the Omni Hotel. I was like, I wonder where that is on the map. So I'm looking on the maps up in the streetcar. And I also pull up the one on my phone that's on the city streetcar page. And the maps, for whatever reason, only feature like museums and like other government structures. So it's mm. like, it'll show you where city hall is, but it won't show <laughs> you where any conceivable private business that you would want to go to. Is Do you think
1: it. at some point the decision process, were like, well, we don't know which ones to feature. So we'll just feature none of them. I think
0: that must've been it. Or like maybe you have to pay or I don't know. But so it was just like, if I want to go to the banjo museum, like now I know where that is.
1: Yes. <laughs> but if
0: I don't. Uh, so did you? No, I've been to the banjo museum. City hall and the it's banjo It's a little museum. weird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's a full was, day. Like Mickey Bruni in blackface. I don't know. Anyway, so uh, I'm not kidding. Like that was playing in the the one time I went to the Banjo Museum. They just had that playing there. And I watched like an African-American couple just like staring at it, wondering like, why am I watching this this in the Banjo Museum? I don't know. So I hope they took that out by now. Um, It's also just like weird to be in a room with like 500 gold-plated banjos. Why Um, are they gold-plated? Because those are like apparently like that's the epitome of banjo culture is when you you, like put 14-karat gold on your – banjo wow anyway wow. We, so as an aside <laughs> nice so i'm map. looking at so i'm looking at i clearly at map. need to go to
1: the banjo music yeah right you and know so nothing
0: i'm we're, we're like looking i'm like i don't know i see the hotel maybe where's the stop or whatever so we hit the blue button and we get off at the stop and walk caddy corner we go to the omni hotel it's fine time bands good played shuffleboard i won for once um <laughs> i usually lose okay. uh she beats me and everything but as she was, should as she should mm-hmm. beat me in horseshoes on my birthday. Really? I knew that this was that months she's ago. A we have,
1: it's sticking around. It's, yeah. yeah, no, I know. <laughs> it's still it's getting an impressive.
0: Up. It's an impressive scenario. So I am uh, impressed. So I was. So we, you know, we, we're leave. We eat some food. We're leaving, and we're like, okay, we got to get back on the trolley. But then one leaves. Oh, another one shows up. I am tr- I go, this time I'm like, I'm going to give them our $2 to get on the trolley. And so I'm like trying to, I go through the computer thing and I'm, you know, I've never seen this thing before. I'm like looking at it, poking around at it. Tr- and I get to the point to put the money in and I'm.
2: This sounds like me doing it, like a QuickBooks spreadsheet.
0: Get, yeah, it's like high school, like cafeteria all over again. <laughs> like you you've got like 4 dollars for lunch and you want to get some chips and it won't take the dollars Cause it's oh
1: not no. perfectly crisp right
0: yeah. not perfectly and i can't get in it's windy and everything like that so the trolley comes up and i'm like ah crap i got to i was like well they didn't care that we didn't pay the first time so let's just get on the trolley <laughs> and then i realized <laughs> we've got we've gotten sent. on the wrong the whole thing goes like 14 blocks right oh, no. we've gotten on the wrong trolley now we're on the the like midtown loop which is the figure eight up by McNelly's and all this stuff. And we wanted to be on the Bricktown loop, which just goes back around the corner to where we had come from. <laughs> so we, so as soon as we realized this, I'm like, ah! So I like pound the stop button. This time there's actually like three other people on the car, which I thought was pretty good for the ridership numbers. So I like immediately hit the pound button on the stop thing and and it stops us at the Myriad Garden. So then we had to wait another 10 minutes to, for the Bricktown car to come by and pick us up right then. Keeping in mind, these are on the same yeah, the same rail or whatever. So we get on that one. We're like, okay, we'll just go right around the corner. We'll be right back where we were and we'll even be closer to the car cause we'll just get off on that East Bricktown stop, right? That's where we parked. And so we go, we're crossing Gaylord or whatever the street is. And of course now someone is like blocking the path with their car. So they're the guy's like honking the horn to get people to move or something. So we have to sit there for a couple more minutes so it's turning into we could have just walked way faster <laughs> right back in both directions, and we didn't even give them any money, you know. And so, like, because at this point I was like, I'm not messing with that thing again. My hands are in my pockets; it's cold. And so, <laughs> I put
2: my hands right, in my pockets. They're I not tried to pay one up.
0: out of three times. That's good enough. You know, it's like if I were a batter in the Major League Baseball system, I would be in you know the the, the, the Hall of Fame if You'd I have one a gold out of three. It's
1: a good analogy. Bat. So,
0: so we find. So okay, so we passed JJ's alley. I'm like, "Okay, East Bricktown stop coming up." It says, it announces on the robot voice. It says, "East Bricktown stop coming up." And I hit the blue stop button. It's like, "Ding ding." And I'm like, "Great." Like, lights up and buzzers and and uh, Craig, we're going to stop. And we're and the next thing I know, just zooming past <laughs> the East Bricktown stop and we're the Oh no. Again, at this point, we changed cars, so we're the only people on this car again. And I'm like, "Hey, hello, stop, (laughs) where are you going? Because the next stop wasn't for like a pretty, like all the way, all the way around the ballpark. (laughs) And I'm like, hey man, stop, just let us out wherever. Like, who cares? Just, there's no please just stop like he's and my I,
2: hands are in my pockets I gotta get off this I thing. know and so I'm just like you
0: know I'm a little peeved at this point and so I like I, I he's just not stopping so I like Why? go I don't know and so like I go and I like knock on the knock half knock half bang more of a kang hanging I, I on the I kang on the, the 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 compartment the box he's sitting in you know driving his thing on a rail and I you know, I'm like it he like turns around and vaguely looks and then stops at the next stop.
2: Did he say, ah, this is a fire? Didn't bro. say
0: anything. <laughs> Couldn't yeah, no, he didn't say he had nothing to say. And so then we get out, and so we have to walk all the way back around the ballpark to go. Wow. I mean, I'd have I would have rather taken a rickshaw. I mean, it was
2: <laughs> Ooh, like that's that, what we need. Like
0: that little like there were there were like eight like you know, five-year-old girls on one of those, like, Cinderella carriages yeah, drawn by a, a Clydesdale. Carriage. And, like, uh, they were not only moving faster but having way more fun uh, <laughs> and actually supporting the economy, right? So, <laughs> I, so I think that's the like end of you, the so you, story. so you
1: ended up walking to the Omni? Like, what, what happened to no, the no, no, no.
0: We, we walked back to the car and, and went home, you know, and had, like, an hour and a half to sober up in the process, you know. So, so it, was, it was, like,
1: an hour and a half on the train. That was my other no, question. No, it wasn't
0: an hour and a half. It was... It was about 45 minutes. A free fun. A free fun, mostly spent sitting in the car. The
1: highlights. Yes.
0: And we rode the damn thing trying to support this investment, this giant rolling postcard that we have dumped taxpayer money into. And I you know how many dollars they got out of me? Well, obviously zero. zero. They're per still percent. in your pocket. Any dollars? <laughs> <into And> also. <laughs> they, to my knowledge, if we and Angela, I think you looked up the ridership numbers that they reported, which I like. I can't believe that these numbers could possibly be real. <laughs> uh, like, I don't know that they counted us as like, unless they're just like somebody's like watching the video and they're like two. You know, like there was no tickets. There was nothing. They should have right. just had a. They should have duct taped a pickle jar to the side of the bus. And I would have just given them three dollars. I, I have
1: to, in defense, I think most systems like that you pay on the platform.
0: Uh, maybe so, but like <laughs> it should be. It was around the corner from but like it was It be, wasn't, there should be better like signage. It, it should
1: be clearer. Yeah, you et should. Cetera.
0: The the payment device should be like in the the booth that you're sitting in to block the crazy Oklahoma. Oh, it was like elsewhere? it was like around the oh, yeah. It was like done. not, you know. I mean, once I realized where it was, yes, it was obvious. But at the time, I just didn't even think. I just yeah. thought, like, I'll just put this. Yeah, yeah, totally. Because who was going to take my ticket when I walked in? Yeah. I thought there would be just a thing in the wall. Why would you put the money in a thing out here or just put it in the just thing over there? Pickle jar, I'm telling you guys, mayor, jar. if you're listening, pickle jar duct tape. <laughs> you will get more revenue off of this thing than the way you've got it going on. So it
2: sounds like you have a new I mean, you you have fixed some stoplights. You have a new project. Like this is your this Maybe is Grace your mission is running for mayor. This is your mission. That's I, your calling. I'm not running
0: for no, I, why would I possibly run for mayor? Uh, have you have you have you listened to public comment? Uh, have you read the Facebook comments at the what bottom would of our? What do we do
2: without our boss in the news dungeon? Yeah. We'd no, be so would be so estranged.
0: Matt would love covering me on the city council. <laughs> um, I'm just like savage. Pissed. Do you want to
2: hear these numbers? Yes,
0: hit us with these numbers. So
2: it looks like April of 2019, and I do hope Matt, I, you wrote this right. I hope I'm saying this correctly. April of 2019. 29,660 folks rode, rode the streetcar. That's a direct quote. But in April of 2020, 4,373 riders.
0: Because that was in the middle of the pandemic. There that was, was pandemic numbers. So 29,000 people riding the streetcar in April 2019. If you divide that by 30 days in April.
1: Wait, that 29,000 was for one month? Uh-huh.
0: 29,000, that would mean 986 people a day. That. Doesn't seem accurate. I don't I don't know that I've seen I've how long has it been up? Four years? I don't know that there, I've seen 986 people on it just in the time that I've watched. Maybe it was like an
1: early morning rush that you're missing or something like well, that. Well, I think they
0: might count, they rent it out as like a party. So what it's become is like a subsidized party bus. Like a badge. That yes. yes, that's what they're having success with.
1: Apparently. Yes.
0: And so we could, we should just maybe if they're mad at us about this podcast, they could just have us come down and record live from the 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 rail live dungeon from the, live from the trolley <laughs> dungeon the,
1: the trolley the trolley chat tra- I, I wonder well, oh i was going to say i wonder if you compared the cost on the streetcar versus like getting a bunch of city owned like stretch hummers with hot tubs in the back
0: Yes,
2: I, uh, <laughs> Andrea Hood for uh, what? I President, mean, Mayor? Yeah.
0: What are things? The All the things. city manager. <laughs> city no, city we manager. would. We would clearly. I would have to be the moron politician. She would be the city manager who actually gets paid a salary. <laughs> yes, to buy uh,
1: the Hummers.
0: Um. Yeah. No. I mean, I just bust like so in Tulsa. So just as an as, as an example of something else we could have done, mm-hmm. Tulsa has this. Uh, new bus system. I think it's called Arrow. Maybe I, you can Google that if you want to help me figure that out. Uh, but it, it like it runs just giant north south east west lines, and so just like all of Peoria from North Tulsa to South Tulsa, Withers to Brisket, you can just get on that thing and Withers
1: take it. to Brisket.
0: And you know that seems quite I mean,
1: functional. This is the thing that I don't get about the streetcar is like. If it had a dedicated lane and so it was not in traffic, then it would maybe make sense. But as it is, what it is, is like a bus that's attached to a wire so it can only go certain places because it's in right. traffic. As you like stoplights, it's like blocking cars, whatever. So like, why did why are they not just buses? Because then you could change the route. You could take them on and off. You, I don't know.
0: Yeah. No, that's a great that's a great question. That's I'd, why
1: you're the new city manager. I don't
0: know why. Yeah. <laughs> and back in like. Doodle doodle doodle. Go back in time to when we passed this in Maps three. Can we please add
2: in the Wayne's World sound effect for that, please?
0: Uh, I like this was not a. Everybody was just like, oh, don't worry about it. It'll be. It will make it work. It'll be. It'll be great, and we'll just run it. In an easy capacity, so. You actually have, I think, our historical nugget relating to streetcars in Oklahoma City. And, you know, I thought it would make sense to like run this thing up the median of like, I don't know, Lincoln Boulevard. And I think your nugget helps explain why we have all these existing median's. In Oklahoma City, uh, at least in the sort of the old area downtown.
1: I have to say, I didn't get super into the media and stuff, so you might have to. Uh, That's fine.
0: I'll spread the urban rumors I've always
1: heard. <laughs> Hit us with that nug, Andrea. Okay, here's the nug it does not explain um, why they went with streetcar this time and not buses, which is a, an actual question I have because somebody must have an answer to it, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, but this is the information on the OKC streetcars, and I got it from the Association of Central Oklahoma Governments website and the Oklahoma Historical Society. Um, Anyway, Oklahoma City had streetcars from 1903 to 1947, which is quite a long time. Um, The central hub was at Sheridan and Hudson, which is now at the northwest corner of Myriad Gardens. So... Right where I was. A (laughs) hundred years ago, yeah, you would have been in
0: luck. (laughs) That was, yeah, I would just, if I were in uh, that show that Scott Bakula, if I was on Quantum Leap, I would have been able to get where I was going. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, no bad reference? All right. I
1: didn't. (laughs) do But it was privately controlled by Anton Klassen and John Chartel, who you might have heard of. Oh. Um, And so they were like developing neighborhoods and things. And so they basically were like, we're going to build trains into our neighborhoods. Um, and so the way the city grew really was around the streetcar, which these, like, developers basically wow. controlled where it went.
0: Yeah. So um, who knew? You're good. Keep going. Yeah.
1: So that, that's the amount I have about that. The other thing I wanted to talk about was interurbans, because there used to be trains from Oklahoma City to El Reno, Guthrie, and Norman, like little commuter trains, which sound just fantastic, honestly. Yeah. I think you used
0: Well, the restaurant is named after them. Uh, I don't know but, about that. But I think that. That You used to be, so you and I live near Chartel Avenue, mm-hmm. right? And on uh, Chartel Avenue, I th- what I was told by somebody long ago was that that was the, um, you know, uh, there's that median in the yeah. middle of it. And you can actually go see, you kick the dirt around in the median, you can see the old oh, rail really? tracks at the end, at the edge of the intersections. Um, and I think that that connected to the interurban and went all the way to Edmond. Uh, Or Guthrie, even I think it was. Yeah,
1: Guthrie. How adorable! So, what
0: happened? How did we get rid of those? What was? Who made the brilliant decision to pull those up? So, the explanation
1: that I found was basically that after World War II, people had more money. They started buying cars, and it just basically became less popular and less used. And Mm. at some point, they decided to get rid of them.
0: Yeah, Mm. and I think there was also, I mean, that the other sort of historical, I don't know, rumor is that there was political pressure. Because what, you know, what's going to, we want people to buy cars. That's good Mm -hmm. for the economy. Cars run on gasoline. That's good for the economy. What do we got in Oklahoma? Petroleum. So Oklahoma City went from having one of the most robust per capita um, public transportation systems. I mean, it sounds like
1: a really nice little
0: system. Yeah. Imagine (laughs) if we could get on the streetcar at Chartel, where I live now, and go all the way down to... Where it
1: Yeah. Well, it sounds like, I mean, I used to live in New York and there's this little commuter trains up into Connecticut and whatever that people actually commute on. And, you know, they go up like two hours north in New Jersey or wherever. And yeah, they're just like, it's a great little thing to have.
0: Yeah. We don't have that, but we've got a figure eight and a, and a, <laughs> and a, and a confusingly just like. Blob that goes through Bricktown and doesn't stop all the time. Okay, so <laughs> that's my gripe. Uh, that's our historical nugget. We've got a couple other things to talk about in terms of transportation. Andrea, we, on the other side of where we live... oh We don't right. live together, by the way, just for people. We live and on the also, same street. also, I
1: live over there, yeah, too. Yeah, you do live. I mean, we I well, all live... Well, but you're on the side other side of
0: Shark Hill. Oh,
1: okay, so... I didn't quite realize when I chose my house that I was moving directly down the street from Trace.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, and I didn't want to tell you, like, don't do this, but... <laughs> Cause you seem stressed about finding a place. And I was like, well, if that's the place she wants to live, um, that's <laughs> I'm and moving. You, 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 walked, you, walked, to the office, what twice? And then you I've became walked more than that. And you became like firm Oklahoma. And it's like, I'm going <laughs> to drive. It's too close not to drive.
1: Well, it got cold today. My friend right dropped me off. There you um, go.
0: nice, but I walk sometimes. So, uh, okay. So on Western Avenue, mm-hmm. which has recently been repaved. Oh Yeah. Uh, which was a great, that's a great project, needed to be repaved. It There's was a mess. actually an underground river that runs from like 36th between Chartel and Western. It's like a part of the Deep Fork or something. I don't know. It becomes a creek at some point. It goes underground right there at the bottom of Francis and 35th. There's two manholes, OKC and Edmond. It goes all the way down there through Mesta Park where people have to sump pump water out of their basements all the time because of this, this underground river. And so Western Avenue nearby has always had like these weird kind of sinkholes in it and stuff like that. So they finally repaved it and this project just completed a few weeks ago, right? Yeah. What is the situation now on Western Avenue?
1: There are just like giant... And this happened within like two days of it finishing. Yes, we got drizzle. Right now there's the corner of Western and 35th uh, that Trace and I have to drive on all the time. There's a pothole probably the size of a large...
0: You could, pizza. You, yeah, you could easily cook a ham in there.
1: Yeah, a pizza absolutely. Like home. exactly where your tire is going to go when you turn on that street right. is which is probably what
0: awesome. caused the thing to to. That's probably the reason there's a pizza sized hole, large pizza, red What's pepper pizza reason? sized. You could <laughs> fill at least three red pepper calzones.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, you kind of into that.
1: Yeah, that, so absolute absolute goal, wait, is you, that the solution?
0: I, maybe.
1: For that point, be, I mean, it It was dense. It would be <laughs> tastier.
0: <laughs> so, if you, yeah, between 36th and 23rd, I guess, is what uh, has been repaved. Mm-hmm. And it's just everywhere. They've even circled some of them, which made me, which is maybe just like a ruse, like making people think, oh, they'll We're fix those working eventually. we will be back. Yeah. <laughs> They've circled this hole in the street.
1: Like, do we know? I mean, I don't know anything about road construction. Is this something that just happens with new streets sometimes? Or like,
0: did you I, look at I've never up? seen it happen on another new street. And I, I do know that Councilman James Cooper, who is mm-hmm. our councilman, I, I messaged him about this, and he, he said, yes, I'm intricately aware, mm-hmm. or intimately aware. I don't know, either way. And uh, he's frustrated about it, and he talked to uh, City Manager Craig Freeman, and I think I'm supposed to call Craig Freeman and, and follow up to be like, what are we doing about this? But I figured, hey, a podcast, you know, let's just – let we'll just complain. Just complain. <laughs> Let's yeah, just it, complain that about is the modern it. American way. Yeah. So I don't know. So whoever's listening, like, and it just someone it, messed up. Just to be clear, yeah. And I saw the the road crew that was like hired to do this project like on multiple occasions, which is just two, but multiple occasions. <laughs> I saw who assume I assumed was the foreman because he had like a clipboard. Like if you're the if you have a clipboard yes. on the job site, you're the obviously you're, you're in charged. charge. Uh, he was just arguing with, with one, once with just like maybe a local business owner. He was just like having a real heated conversation. And then I saw him arguing with an employee of his, So you think
1: it's this guy's fault? Well, I just, it it just seemed like
0: they knew something was not right. Like there just seemed to be. Like the road. Just, I would drive by and I'd see these people arguing on the side of the road. I was like, well, this, this does not instill confidence in me (laughs) that this is going to go well. And lo and behold three weeks later just yeah it's pizza bottles again <laughs> a mess. yeah and, and my concern is like when are we I, we might i might live there another 10 years or when are we going to get this repaved you know this was a big project for everybody who uses that every day surely they're going to fill those in though, right? i guess but like how many like i think if you fill in potholes i think they just like more pothole like you just have to keep filling those in yeah. right yeah i don't know i think that that's like the, it,
1: it seems like it shouldn't have happened. There's probably something. But all I know not is they should, it in, they should. They should not haven't.
0: pay that company. That company should not get paid until this is fixed. Like they shouldn't be able to be like, "See ya." It's like when a journalist, you know, a freelancer turns in a story and they just like half of it there and no links, and they're just like, "Okay, run it." And, I'm, and we got to be like, "No, no, we got to get this right." Right? We're not going to yeah. pay you until you fix this. Same thing, Mister City Manager. Mr. Mayor, whoever the hell's listening.
1: Man, I hope they're listening. We have some really important. Ideas. Angela's mom. You know. <laughs> yes, uh, we got she some. She could gripes. get things done.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, we're running up on time. We always go long. I hope you're enjoying it. We're trying to be funny, uh, but also <laughs> let's talk about serious things. Like this is like this is my life. Every like minute I spend on the road It's my life. Is money time or is time money? I don't know. Uh, Yeah, okay, great. (laughs) So uh, I
2: have to do pod nods.
0: Yes, no, we're going to pod nod real quick. If you didn't see it up on the site today, which is Wednesday, so you're listening to this on Monday or later than Monday. But anyway, go find our story, our article that says, T.W. Shannon uh, concerned that political pressure may be delaying tribal highway projects. We don't have time to get into it right now, uh, but he certainly had some gripes. You can watch the 26-minute conversation between him I'm sorry, between he and Secretary of Transportation, Tim Gatz. Uh, Andrea, you read the story. Interesting stuff.
1: It is interesting. It's pretty like complicated and some of it is a little. It's a little hard to know exactly what's going on. Yeah,
0: (laughs) (laughs) but essentially there's a dispute in the wake of the McGirt Supreme Court's decision and the subsequent Oklahoma Court of Criminal Appeals decisions and the potential fallout surrounding the reservations in Oklahoma, there is now a, a, a dispute or a belief that the governor's office is trying to reexamine uh, the pending highway projects that are partnered with tribal nations. Right. And so, meanwhile,
1: sorry. No, go ahead. No, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say. And so the Department of Transportation is saying that these projects um, like this one that we're talking about is a. Uh, um,
0: I-35 and Highway 9. Yeah, was it an Norman. exit? What's, what's the Goldsby. An
1: interchange? What's the word? Interchange, yeah. An interchange right there. Yeah, that now uh, ODOT is saying, well, because of McGirt, we have to like figure things out again. And so it's kind of up in the air what's yes. happening and what McGirt exactly has to do Shannon, with it. And T.W.
0: Shannon was furious. Uh- <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. So um, enough about transportation. Yeah. Put some... Who's allowing us to put money in the tank or gas in the tank with yes. their money?
1: Money in the pickle <laughs> jar. Angela, yes. it's your favorite segment. This is
2: my favorite segment. Hey, guys, it's time for Pod Nods. First, I want to give a big shout out to Citizens Bank of Edmund. They are a sponsor of non-doc and, most, and more specifically our recent uh, mayoral debate in Edmund between Davis and Walters. Thank you, Citizens Bank of Edmond, and also Fowler Automotive. They've been a great sponsor with us for a couple years now, and we appreciate them. Okay, I am going to put a minute. No, I'm just going to do the stopwatch so we don't have my alarm going off like last time. I'm trying to learn from my mistakes. Okay, here we go. I'm going to say as many donor names as I can in 60 seconds. We just had a fundraiser, so we do have a list, and I, you know, before reading your names off, I want to say thank you so, so much. Uh, we are community journalism, reader-funded journalism, so it does take readers, you know, showing up, and if we provide value to you, giving a little bit back for that keeps us going, and we we super, super appreciate it. It's always hard to have a fundraiser and, and, and basically ask for money, but that it fuels our mission, and our mission is about serving you. Okay, so here we go. How do I work my phone? All right. Brian Hughes, Linda Edmondson, Blake Overman, Anilaki Rose, Nicole McAfee, Jay Marks, Judy Bronner, Jessica Dietrich, Neville Massey, Nicole Holloway, Gerald Wofford. Wofford? Wofford.
0: Wofford. Great. Waffles.
2: Yep. Teresa Singleton, Victoria Still, Christina Bourne, Melanie Rugani, Ryan Kiesel, Daniel Snell, Andrew Speno... Spino. Uh, Spino, really? Okay, I guess you know him. I do know. Him. Okay, great. Uh, Jim, I, I got
0: all sorts of corrections. <laughs> you're cutting into my this. minute,
2: Jim Quillen, Carrie. Oh, you have corrections on my name. Oh gosh, Carrie <laughs> Eldridge, Elisa White, Sarah Gray, Elizabeth Clemens, Douglas Folks, Leah Still, Kristen Schubel, Evan Handy, Carmen Foreman, Keith Hayes, Matt Burke, Zachary Schwartz, Kathy Story, Alex Yaffe, Yaffe. Yaffe, Yaffe. Ryan and Mary Ellen Kilpatrick, Sean Hiddle, Matt Patterson. Oh, there's my name. Uh, Angela Ann Mm. (laughs) Jones, Bob Paxton. I said my own name wrong. Jerry and Vicki Medlin, Don Watson, Phyllis Gordon, Kinsey Westwood, Julie Coyle, Stephanie Lippert, Dean Dawson, Barbara Williams, Jody Stevens, Misty Bradley, Candice Mitchell, Danny Honeycutt, Michael Crespin, Joseph Norwood and the Norwood Law Firm, Omar Thompson, John McGregor, Chad Henderson, Hope Sutherland, Brett Wilburn. Ryan Bayless, Catherine Sweeney, Trey Thompson, Rick Grauner, Marcus Jones, Fount Holland, Sandino Thompson, Paige Bass, Joe Evans, Warren Veef, Michael Duncan, Sandra Harrison. Yes, you guys. Yes. Thank you so, so much. That was a minute 30. Okay.
0: Sorry. <laughs> Pretty good stuff. I think it's Hope Sutterfield. Is that right? And then you said Blake Overman. That would be Blake Johnson of the Overman Legal Group. Oh, okay. So he, I, I'm sure oh, he's yep. listening. Sorry, Blake. Uh, yeah. Sorry, Blake.
1: Um, you, I think that was a valiant me. effort. That's a yeah, lot. No, of that was really good.
0: That was, I actually am impressed that we have that many donors. That was pretty good. Yes, thank you. And
2: lots of new donors. So thank you guys. We're just really humbled and in awe by, you know, how much you love community journalism. Thank you so much.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Uh, and I repeat we, you by
2: saying your name wrong.
0: Yeah, no, that's the, <laughs> nothing says, uh, thank you. Like, uh, you know, mispronouncing your name, being confused on syllables. (laughs) Um, Okay. Is that the end of our podcast or are we,
2: I've got a question.
0: Oh, listen, one more thing. It just, it just take a second.
2: I've got one more question. What am I supposed to say?
0: That's good enough. (laughs) Columbo will take care of
2: it. Okay. Uh, My question is, would you rather, cause that's how I do. Would you rather your body age, but you always have the mind of a 30 year old. Or your mind ages, but you always have the
1: body of a 30 year old?
0: Huh. Uh, oh. I see that right. Yes. That's a good question.
1: I, I think, would, sorry, go ahead, Trace.
0: No. well... no, no,
1: you're You go first? You go first.
0: I think <laughs> I would rather my mind age because I think while at the end of life that would be problematic, I think that I gain wisdom. I'm, a, I'm, I'm, far and away a nicer person than I was really? even at age 30. Really? I, you used <laughs> to Yes.
2: I'm kidding. And I'm then,
0: kidding. Yeah. I, and so mm-hmm. I think that like your mind aging is in, in many ways a good thing. Mm-hmm. I don't, nothing that's going on with my knees right now is a good thing.
2: Yeah. That's what I'm at. I agree with you. I think, yes, I'm, um, have a long way to go, but I feel better about what's going on up in the old noggin these days than days prior so that should hopefully get better and better until i just lose it all and wander off into the sunset how do
0: you feel about everything else your knees oh
2: no it's not the minute i turned 30 something happened to my butt it was very rude
0: (laughs) uh did you find out what happened i mean
2: just like on my 30th birthday it just like fell and i was like happy birthday i mean and i was like doing pilates seven days a week i mean i was hardcore at that time and then I turned 30, and it was just like, what just happened? It just and went it, down a
0: notch. Yeah. Just lower. Uh, just, uh,
2: more than a just, notch, I just would like say. Just like two
0: inches closer to the grave. Just
2: bleh, yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, really, like, took the fire out of me. And so
1: I, I don't do Pilates seven days a week anymore. I mean, I mean why? What's the Exactly.
0: Point? Yeah. Andrea?
1: Well, I mean, I think I, this is a little dark, but I automatically went to being like, in a 30 year old body, but like having dementia, <laughs> and it just seems like really
0: bad. No, <laughs> Not, but
1: I guess that's what I'm saying. Like, I'll
2: just do that. And then, like, at some point, I'll just like wander off. and, Yeah.
1: Like, yeah. I mean, like, I feel body. like that would be a really nice situation up until the age of maybe like 60, 60, 70 ish. And then after that, I feel like people's minds do sort of like start slowing down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Then it would get a little rough. But um, yeah, if you had an, a
2: body that wanted to be active and a mind that could. Or just like the
1: way people related to you. Like, if you're like, acting and thinking and talking true like an old person, but you look like a young person. I think like that would be weird for people. Yeah. That's been
0: my entire life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is my entire existence. Yeah. And, and how right. is it? it
0: <laughs> it's not great to be honest with you. Everybody has a lot of opinions about what I should do or. Oh you know, yeah.
1: Well. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. If you have opinions about what we should do or not do or how we should uh, travel around the city.
2: Put it in the comments. <laughs> Put it in the comments. Email
0: us. Thank you so much. Subscribe, rate, review. We'll have a guest next time, maybe. I don't
2: know. This is pretty Who good. Knows? Yeah. Who knows? Who yeah. knows? We yeah. should find somebody. Well, my yeah. dad
0: still wants to come on. So oh, yes that'd be fun. I know. I can't wait. Everyone need gonna, Papa Savage uh, here. All right. Maybe it
1: should just be you two. We don't even need
0: to be no, here. No, thanks. <laughs> he took a shot at me in his latest column at the end of it, <laughs> so, which people enjoyed. I'm walking around the Capitol, and everybody's just thrilled that my dad threw shade at me in, in a column <laughs> on my own website. So. All right. Thank you so much. Till next time.
2: Bye. Don't
0: ride the streetcar.
2: Get off of it.
0: Live from the News Dungeon is a non production. Edited and recorded by Bryce Holland.